Grinch coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe it. Don't you know what happens at Halloween? We'll have to get back to the bonfire thing. That stuff's not over. But as Chad said, Halloween 365 Podcast, the only podcast where it's horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. That is correct. Today today is going to be uh, a heated argument where we fill in the blank, if you will, talking about things that make, well, it wouldn't be Halloween without these things. We just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like you said... Think of, while, before we get to the topic, which as everybody knows, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, our main topic's always at the end. Before we get there, think on this episode about what are two things that you would have to have in your Halloween for it to be Halloween. And, uh, we'll, we'll debate on that in just a momento. But, but, boys, big news, big news, we're crawling closer it's getting almost time. We're only 91 days away from the halfway to Halloween mark. That's correct. You know what? What's even bigger about that? Episode 100 is right around the corner. Yes. Our episode 100. Gonna We're going to have to get something big going on for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to order a big pumpkin from Switzerland since that's where they're growing. Or I don't know. Well, we've got things in store, though, people. <laughs> Switzerland? I'm assuming. What? Well, wait, it's like fall over there right now, maybe. What? I don't know. Where that are you the world? That doesn't back. sound oh, wait, that's, correct. That's the northern hemisphere. Never mind. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know about Switzerland, but I can also tell you that in 274 days we will be celebrating Halloween once again, fellas. 274. It's true. It's true, and it's going to be better this year. Mark my words, it will be better this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't dragging around this sad clown this year, son. Uh, we'll see what uh, 2023 we'll has in store for me. So far, it's been great. We've had some really awesome guests on the show. Like, it's gonna get better. I think. I can't. I can't tell people enough. You got to listen. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot There's of stuff awesome in stuff store. Coming. Uh, there's some really cool stuff coming in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. There was silence. Sorry, so sorry. No, I was just thinking about the episodes because we've got uh, a couple of different interviews. We can't say mm-hmm. when, where, who, or anything like that. No details, but we've definitely got them booked. Uh, we've got another episode, which I don't know how I'm going to get the other two in gear. I know Jeremy will be easy. He don't care uh, where we're going to have to cook something for the episode. Oh, oh yeah, I got man. you there. Yeah, uh, which is going to be a good one. Um, I can tell you it won't be great. about an episode that will be coming up, which is going to be Dreams. So uh, I want to hear about our uh, most triumphant dreams and nightmares and what all this shit might really mean. Triumphant. Then you'll tune into that episode as well. <laughs> Germ, I hear oh, that yeah. you have some Halloween news for us. Is this correct? Mm-hmm. I do have some Halloween news, and you know what, boys? There's one piece of news that I didn't tell you about. That's uh, it is um, 2023, as we all know, mm-hmm. and it is uh, almost spring. Spring is right around the corner now. Every 23rd spring, every 23 years, he comes to eat and feed. 
Oh God, I'm it is about the creeper. <laughs> oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Uh, is it's this not the year of the news, creeper? Just keep an eye out. It's the year of the creeper. You mm, know what? Holy shit. We may have an episode in springtime coming, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I will get us on that. But it is the year of the creeper, oh, so man. keep an eye out for that. Mother. Wait, I have a comment to make on that. This is already a strange year, uh, first of all. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. So the year of the creeper makes it even more strange. For me, it's personally strange because it's the year 2023, and on February 23rd, I, th- I turned 32. <laughs> <So> it's a, <laughs> a real yeah. weird year so far. Hmm. You're uh, you're Justin Long in this tale. Oh God, that's not good. No, don't tell him. That. <laughs> I don't have a rose tattoo. <laughs> thank God. What we'll color sure. eyes, Mister Polly Sidetrack? They're they're brown. They're brown. So I mean, yeah, that's of course you know that's just a little bit of fun news for us. But we're getting down to the real brass tacks of it all. Here's some Halloween news for you. Unfortunately, um, Lisa Loring. Wednesday Adams, the original Wednesday Adams, has passed away at 64. Um, the originator of the Wednesday does, dance. Without the, the mucky, yeah, goo-goo, fucky, coop song, whatever the hell that shit. <laughs> that was this morning, right? Yeah, it looks like, um, I'm pretty sure it was this morning. Uh, well, no, as it says, uh, she passed away on Saturday in Burbank, California. Oh, so, so yeah, she was weekend. 64 years old. Um yeah, uh, she was in the hospital, so it looks like there was it was just an illness. Uh, doesn't necessarily go into details, but the Listen, original Wednesday Adams. You know, I know that this is not the case, but this, she was probably thrilled to see Wednesday do so well. But ain't it about a bitch oh, yeah. that not only do you have to go through one Wednesday remake that was better than yours, but right before you die, you got to watch another one that people consider better than yours. No, no, wait a minute. Who's saying anything about it being better? Uh, half the people that are watching, you know, the Wednesday thing. That are just now yeah, getting into I mean, it. The new Adams Family fans. But let's let's be honest, though. It's not Adams Family. It's, no. it's, it's, it's Harry Potter with zombies. They did uh, yeah, basically, actually... It's basically Twilight. They did recreate a lot of Harry Potter scenes and it looks like locations too in the Wednesday thing. It's Twilight and Harry Potter. Yeah, regardless. So, to me, it's not Adam's family. I mean, you guys can like it. Whoever wants to like it can like no, it. I'm not a, I'm not I've not watched it yet, so but, I can't... Um, I'll have to give a fair assessment. I've not seen it all. I love Jenna Ortega, but to me, it's just like nobody. And this is no re- disrespect to Miss Lauren, yeah, but course. nobody beats Christina Ricci. Listen, last oh. episode before we did the interview, we took a shit on uh, the uh, teenage vampire werewolf show. That, <laughs> and now here we are. No, no, no. <laughs> which, I'm by not, the way, not, which, by the way, we had the Halloween chat comment and confess her love for such show, and she was appalled at what we said. <sighs> She was, but here's the thing. I'm not bashing. If you like it, like what you want. I'm not going to judge you for it. I just, I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, and if you want us to stop giving our opinions, then I want you to want in one hand and well, you know what to do with the other, but no, no, for real though. Uh, no, but we're not bashing anybody's opinions, you know, or, you know, what I didn't say bashing. I just said we're taking a shit on it. See that? One-handed shit in the other, then. 
I, I, I guarantee. Not, I don't feel like we're taking a shit on because I'm not saying anything negative about it. I'm just saying these are what I these are the facts. Like, regardless, it's Tim Burtonized yeah. condolences to the original. Yes, exactly. That's the point. Rest in we peace, Miss Loring. Um, in other news, so we do have um the original director of Friday the Thirteenth, Sean S. Cunningham. Mm. He mm. is uh, doing a reboot of Friday the Thirteenth. Excuse mm. me. Um, yeah, so it uh, it says that as far as um, it's going to be a reboot movie, from what I could tell. Uh, well, we don't need a series. Gonna Jesus Christ. We yeah, are I was going to say, is it going to coincide with the series, maybe? I hope not. It says um, the movie and the TV reboot can both uh, succeed the original, is what it's saying here. Uh. Um so I mean, it's it's everything but fully confirmed. But it says that it's I mean it's, that makes no sense. It says it's going to happen, but then it's everything but fully confirmed. That makes no sense. Um, I mean, it's but Sean he's also Cunningham, though. He's gonna it'll be if he's wanting to do it, it's gonna be done. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 probably gonna happen. Uh, uh, I didn't want it honestly. I mean, I'm thrilled, but I, he saw what Halloween did, and I think he's wanting to do the same thing. I think he's yeah, wanting to erase some of the bad shit and then redo it. There's a lot of bad shit there. To <laughs> he's going to be like, okay, <laughs> after uh, the third movie, everything else is gone. Uh-huh. There's well, a lot to unpack there. So here's a little bit of an idea of what to expect. So he's got three different projects coming. So the first of these projects is a horror feature titled The Night Driver. And um, while working on this film, so it does look like it's in the works. Um, Jeremy Weiss is working with uh, Sean S. Cunningham, helping him write. He's uh, one of the writers on. Um, oh, it actually looks like a. So Sean Cunningham's writing. He's with the team of writers. This dude, Jeremy Weiss, anyway. So he said that while working on the Night Driver, uh, they brought up other projects in the works from this trio of. Cunningham, Jeff Locker, and Jeremy Weiss, which is the reboot for Friday the 13th, and House, the 1985 movie that I know Chad's a fan of. Yeah. See, that one's got me intrigued because I love that. I recently, so it's weird, I call myself a horror fan, but I only discovered that movie like a couple years ago. Um, I don't know why. It just never populated anywhere on anything that I watched. Um I think I saw it on AMC back in the day. Maybe I didn't really know about times. it. And I'm honestly, the the cover art didn't really appeal to me whenever I'd flip through, like seeing it. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Like it really, the stories, it's comedy kind of, right? Like it's got that horror comedy, almost evil dead thing going on for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's scary when it needs to be scary. And it's got great practical effects. Okay, so let's um, see what Cunningham can so, do then. And I'm pretty sure Norm from Cheers is in it, so there you go. Norm! I, I thought that's who that was, just a little slim down. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so there were more comments about it. So it says that uh, Mr. Weiss pitched a dream reboot of Friday the 13th with Sean's blessing to keep developing it with him. And he continued on and said... Uh, Obviously, the prequel TV series has reignited interest about a new film. 
so we're hoping the surrounding excitement will inspire both sides to come together and give us Jason's or give us Jason the big screen again. Whoever wrote that did not do good uh, for the first time in 14 years. But we also have planned a plan B for a sequel to the original that we think fans will absolutely love and should avoid any legal entanglements. So to me, it sounds like they're wanting to give it the Halloween treatment and give it the proper sequel that it should have had. Just say Look at that. Exactly what I just fucking say. He just said that. Yeah. He totally yeah. said it. Yeah, it's true. It's like, I, I don't think there's any um, denying it. I, I think that's what they're going to do, and we can't stop it. From no. <laughs> we can't. Exorcist. Listen, we Sanders. had a good... Uh, they should have just made part two to the one that they did. The reboot that they did. That would have been good. I liked it. The Michael Bay produced one? Yeah. As, as weird as that is. And then base yeah. the uh, prequel off of that because they rushed the very beginning of it, you know, because they, they literally packed the entire first Friday the 13th in the beginning of the reboot. From, what was it, 2012? Is that when the reboot was or something? Uh, 2013, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been a minute. It's been a while, so. Um, hey. Yeah, no, it's been... <laughs> It's been a hot minute. I'm interested, nonetheless. Um, Same. I'm not going to hold my breath. No, I mean, I'm not a big um, Friday the 13th fan, but I am interested, to say the least. So, um, I mean, you know, with that being said, there's also uh, Dead Space. Mm. For anybody who likes horror games, um, I never played the original Dead Space. I I kind of want to punch myself for that. So this is a good example to go back and play what I never got to do um the reboot so it's even got appraisal from somebody that we all love which is mr john carpenter himself he had tweeted out just yesterday ea's refurbished dead space is exciting and scary great game that's not much to say what's going on (laughs) carpenter's old ass ain't playing fucking dead oh dude (laughs) Yes, he is. I was going to say he's, he's actually, a gamer. He's a gamer, dude. He mm-hmm. really is. Like he, no shit. Yeah. Like he plays. He loves The Last of Us, but apparently, like he had complications, and he tweeted out to Naughty Dog randomly, just asking them for help, which I thought was kind of funny. But um, I guess he learned something new every day. I didn't see. He's, he's an avid gamer. I figured he's, the furthest that he got was the uh, old green screen Game Boys, and. No, he's he's surprisingly, and no. I think his son, like he uh, was, his son is a streamer. He was packing like uh, the original Adams Family game on set in his old Game Boy, <laughs> gray Game Boy. Like, uh, now I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure his son is a streamer, and I think his son is what got him into this stuff. But he is an avid Dead Space fan, which is cool to me. I mean, it's uh, cool, yeah. I just, I mean, it's John Carpenter, though. I mean, didn't expect it. Oh, yeah. I'm st- I'm still waiting on that movie. I'm still waiting on that movie. Yeah, um, so also speaking of, you know, horror icons and legends, uh, Stephen King's adaptation, or movie adaptation of The Boogeyman trailer just got released. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Are Sorry, you scared no. of The Boogeyman? No. I got a, a, a random message on my computer. I thought it was all about the shutdown. Anyway, we're good. Um Okay, so yeah, no, the Boogeyman, uh, the trailer is out for anybody who is a Stephen King fan and wants to look into that a little bit more. Um, 
unfortunately we do not have a reaction to that just yet but you know um do follow us on tiktok and also uh another uh, on twitter i will be posting up a movie review on that later so um one final thing that i have noticed is um a movie that i think you said that you were really excited to see chad um infinity pool Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hype around it right now. It says uh, it's mind bend, a mind-bending nightmare, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which if you know my opinion on it, um, I could give a shit less what Rotten Tomatoes thinks because <laughs> they have shit on some great movies. But I am excited about this. The girl from, what is it? Is it Pearl and X? Yes. So she is in this. Um, Skarsgård is in it. Alex or not Alexander? Uh, what's his name? Played Pennywise. Mm, Reuben. Bill. 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 That's it. Bill I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking of his brother. Yeah. So Bill Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård is who I was thinking. Reuben. Reuben. Yeah. Um, Reuben Skarsgård. You know, there's like but, seven uh, of them, right? Yeah. Gustav. Alexander. Bill. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, so Ruben. it keeps getting nothing but great reviews. This news segment took a turn. Norm. Uh, <laughs> Norm. He's back. But oh, uh, it's no. definitely a movie that I'm looking forward to see. Um, it's uh, out on streaming networks right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Is it? I, I could have sworn this Don't one I just said. Sure. If Hold it on. is, I'm watching it tonight. I didn't know it was out. We're just making excuses as to why we can't watch it no, here. No. Ladies and gents on the... Halloween three six five podcast. It, hold on, it may not be. It's, I may, I may have been looking at the wrong me. thing. It's, it's yeah, it's oh, for me. Streaming on HBO Max. Uh, when will it be? Let's see. It's Alexander Skarsgård that's playing it, not Ruben. Anyways, no. It's uh, it's not Alexander. It's Bill, ain't it? We had the discussion oh, about it. What does it matter with? right now? Jesus fuck! Can you stream? Yes, okay, Alexander Skarsgård. You can't. Will it be on Netflix or will it be on HBO Max? Uh, so as of right now, no, Dooley is right. It is not. It is in theaters as of right now. Okay. Uh, okay. But it will here soon. You'll be able to rent it on Amazon, Apple, Vudu, so, or YouTube. But that's only to rent. So with so, the release of this episode, which is going to be Wednesday, the recording is not Wednesday, uh, just for everybody that's uh. listening. So this is coming out on Wednesday, but now you've got something to do this weekend. Don't sit around and wait for it to come out on streaming because Jeremy just took the time and looked it. for you. <laughs> go see yeah. the damn movie. Just go watch uh, Infinity Pool. It is a Halloween 365 podcast recommendation because I think all three of us are kind of interested in seeing this. So uh, recommendation from, I think, We'll give it our stamp of interest. Go watch. Stamp of interest. Yeah, let's do a stamp of interest let's on movies that we're like, okay, like that. Like you know that. what? I like that. If you guys uh, have been listening to us for a little while, you like our opinion, why not? Our stamp of interest. Stamp of interest it is. Lock yeah, it so in. that's a big H365 approved right there. <laughs> and that will... Um, no, no, ours will have to be loose. like a half, half of an approved stamp, like a... APR and then like the other half's gone. That way, you know, because so we don't know, we ain't gonna stand to behind six. it. Yet. Oh, oh no. Oh. Well, that will wrap us up on the Halloween news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was good, 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 good. We got a few good things in there. Wait, I did have something I wanted to throw in because I know coming up next we do have uh, something 
else to add in before we get to our main topic. But there was a bit, I don't know if it's necessarily Halloween news, but since we like to talk about uh, UFOs and uh, all of the different possibilities of anything creepy or horror, I figured that uh, this fell into the news category, which is a green comet that is visiting us from the edge of the solar system. You've probably seen it on a thousand different posts on all of social media. Uh, but astronomers are saying that February the 1st is going to be the clearest time for you to see it. Uh, but yeah, it comes from the outer edges. <clears throat> is there a certain time yeah. that it gives? Like, Don't touch it. It's morning, like plant. right before the sun rise? Or... Uh, you no. just had to ask. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Uh, there's not. John Waters. Hey, now. Yeah, it just says it's going to be the closest on February the first. It doesn't say when. It says to view in the night okay. uh, to see the green comet in the night sky. So I guess well, Feb- I'm sure that we won't be able to miss a giant fucking green <laughs> sky. Swamp gas uh, reflected off of a. <laughs> oh no! I, you lost me. You lost me. I know what black, you're going you know, for. Swamp gas yeah, reflecting. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's reflecting. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> moving right along to, to stop this monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun little segment. This segment hasn't been featured in a couple of weeks that I can recall. No, no, we've time. been doing the hot sheets. It's time. To... <gasps> Whoa. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's time for it came from Reddit. That mm. is the segment of the show where I dive deep into it the came weird subreddits of the internet. We will debate amongst ourselves whether we believe if it's true or just a work of fiction. Boys, are you afraid of dolls? Do dolls ever creep you out? <sighs> Uh, let's see. So the only dolls that ever creeped me out, and maybe some of our listeners will know what I'm talking about, but the only dolls that ever creeped me out were these dolls my mom had whenever I was, Mm. uh, like young, like single digits age. And they were Were ceramic. They were porcelain clown hobo dolls. Okay, that's Jeremy. Do you remember those? Like they had. I forgot about yeah. those little bastards. Yeah, dude, they were fucking scary, man. They were clown hobos. <laughs> they had their satchels no, and stuff, scary. and like holes in their shoes, and they were carrying sacks, and they just were fucking creepy. Yeah, I couldn't as far as dolls. Yeah, no. As far as dolls go with me, I think the only time I've ever was afraid of a doll is uh, Dead Silence. That movie scared me. So puppets. You're more of a you're, you're more afraid of puppets mm, than dolls. Yeah, not not a puppet. I believe they can manifest human energy where you have to stick your arm up in there. So really, a ventriloquist dummy, the, the wood versus porcelain. Jeremy's scared of dummies. Oh, like because you know, yeah, wood. the whole dummy thing. Yeah, like yeah, the the whole that's to me. I feel like you put a little bit of your energy into them to have to make them to work because you're doing all that. So to me, that's scary. Mm. That and uh, Slappy from Goosebumps. Yeah. Slappy always gave me a little bit of a nightmare here and there. Well, today we have a story from Reddit user <laughs> Dat Yapperdoo. Yeah, what a name. Hey, girl, what that Yapperdoo? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't think of another way to use it. It just came straight Every out. Time. 
every time we always have something to say about these Reddit users. So if you're a Reddit user out there and you're going to post on these forums, Beard's going to have some kind of witty ass <laughs> remark to make about you. Yeah, what's that yapper? What that yapper anyway. do? <laughs> That's how uh, Fred that hit do. on chicks in the Flintstones. <laughs> what's that yapper anyway. do? <clears throat> that yapper do says that their brother, it doesn't say if this is a male or a female, I'm going to assume it's a little girl, um, was given a traditional Mexican doll in a traditional Mexican dress uh, once her brother had returned from Mexico. Uh, she said, I normally don't have nightmares as a kid, and if I did, they were very tame, nothing ever crazy. The thing is, as soon as my brother brought this doll back and I started sleeping with it, I sometimes would even place it on my dresser, just paraphrasing there. I started to have super violent and scary dreams where I or a family member or even some strangers would get harmed very violently and disturbingly. I would wake up completely screaming and drenched in sweat. I eventually told my mom about it and her eyes immediately went to the doll. She told me that she'd be throwing it away. I protested a bit then eventually gave it to her. After the last night, of having the doll, the nightmares completely went away. Maybe it was coincidence, maybe not. It still creeps me out to this very day. Mm. What do you think? So we're in haunted object territory is where it seems like they're very haunted object territory. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Dolls. From Mexico. Im- imported haunted objects. So we've seen, I, I personally have seen, um, like on... Uh, uh, paranormal caught on camera videos of porcelain dolls that are moving uh, that are broken like half the head's gone and there's like they'll move or adjust yeah. and shit like that mm-hmm. um, I don't know it's hard to call this one because it didn't happen for a long period of time there's not really much to go off of I think what's really fascinating about this take is the uh, manifestation of dreams like I've never heard of uh, something like this giving someone nightmares that's that's a little weird yeah that's something that happens moving or that's a first for me maybe I'm just not paying attention enough when it comes out but I was gonna say I've read something similar to that before Um, not necessarily a doll but something of that sort like something new comes into the house like I think it might have been a chair actually and then the person starts having nightmares so Mm -hmm. to me I'll go out and say I don't think it's far-fetched I do I'm highly like I very much believe in haunted objects so I'm going to go and say that Yappa do be telling a true story uh i'm uh, okay okay yeah well beard what, what would you say i mean too, is it too hard to call or, or i think it's say, i think it's too yeah. hard to call i'm not gonna say it's true but i'm not gonna say that they're wrong because you know you dream what you dream and uh upon doing research for the upcoming episode there's a lot of different reasons uh, from scientific to not scientific. So, I mean, it's possible. I've seen things uh, where people claim that uh, an object will start making them have dreams. Hell, some uh, hauntings start that way where you have the really bad dreams and then it progresses 
as time goes on because you start getting afraid of your dreams and you start feeding yeah. it if it's something that's evil. So um, it's a possibility that it was the beginning of something that could have ended really badly. Or it could have just been bad dreams. Maybe uh, that time that she had the doll, she just so happened to be eating leftover chocolate cake every fucking night that we don't know about. And she's not, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe. Oh, come on, Scrooge. I, I gave two possibilities. Yeah, no. What do you want from me? Hey, no, why don't you take your ass back to the side of Interstate 50 where you can go celebrate your bonfires on Halloween, you son bitch? Oh, man, we're going to get to that. But I will say this. I'm very impressed because I think this is the first time that we've all agreed that maybe something is legitimate about this. Yeah. The c- calm answer okay. to that would be yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that it's possible. Yeah, no, it's I think it's, it's kind possible. of a shocker. It's, it's definitely a shocker for me. It's a shocker, so. and it was also another episode of... Mm. Well, right on the money right maker, along, shall we? Right on the money maker, right on the button. So well, we do you want me to start this off. Or, <laughs> or, or <do> you? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm just yeah, yeah. I never know. I never know. There's always delays. Well, <laughs> there he goes. He's gonna take over. There's always fucking delays. No, no, no. Come. Okay, so. Uh, the whole reason that you even clicked this episode, uh, woof, God bless you. Um, but (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking, but, um, Halloween has essential things that make it feel like Halloween. It's not just the day. It's not just the 31st. I guess some people would argue that it's the. The fact that the veil's the thinnest. But I would I would argue that it's not even that. So I guess my real question is for everybody, including the listeners, uh what do you have to have in order for it to be Halloween? So the question stands is it wouldn't be Halloween without blank. And so I guess the challenge here is is I want to know if you guys were only allowed to keep a few things from Halloween to make it essential Halloween. What are those things? What is your essential things to make it Halloween? That that is a loaded question that I like. I like it a lot because I feel like it's changed over the course of years, right? Uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. But if I'm going with tried and true, like these are things that 100% felt like Halloween the most to me. Mm-hmm. No, I would no, have no, to no, say, just, you know, what makes it Halloween the, for you? What, you? what what makes it Halloween? Um, AMC's Fear Fest. I gotta have it. Even if I don't watch it anymore, I just gotta have it. It's so gotta exist. You need for it to exist for it to be. It wouldn't be Halloween for you without AMC Fear Fest yeah. being on. Yeah, I know that sounds like a really petty thing. Um, and cable television is going away, and eventually that won't be a thing. Um, but for me, it's a big major thing mm. for me. 
I see Jeremy shaking his head about the AMZ thing. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. Um, I've got multiple things. I was going. Oh yeah, no, I'm not switching to you. Else. I'm just wanting you to weigh in on yeah. his AMC. Comment. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm waiting to see what else he says, and because I'm, I guarantee I'll probably agree with the majority of well, what he I says. Mean, that's that's definitely one of them. The other one is trick or, tr- trick or treaters. Like, I mean, I know that sounds once again pretty obvious, but here in the recent years, we've started to see that slowly go away. Mm. Last year, I don't think I had one single trick or treater at my house, and and I feel like it's becoming kind of slowly. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. Like, I don't know what's happening. Okay. And, it, it's, you want like me to I tell said, you how to get them? Go ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah, tell us how to say, get the kids to come to your house. <laughs> Not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> no, just open your fucking trunk and throw candy back there because well, that's all they're that's, wanting us to do. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's basically like this whole trunk retreat thing has taken over. And to me, I don't like it. I know we've talked about our displeasure for that before here on the podcast. We've harped I got, on I got to reiterate it. <laughs> I got to reiterate, I don't like it. And I feel like it's kind of taken away from the atmosphere of just seeing this uh, festival of fuckery, if you will, like out and about on the streets. You know, the, the, the camaraderie that we had when we were kids, mm-hmm. it's not there. It doesn't exist anymore. I, I don't know. I think it could have a renaissance, but I'm going to agree that I think that the trick or treating. The trick-or-treating is something that is... Uh, it would not be Halloween without trick-or-treating. I'll agree with you, that statement. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think it's having a bit of a renaissance. I think that what we're seeing... Well, mm. I don't know about Arizona, but what Jeremy and I are seeing <laughs> is... Uh, it's a lot easier and cheaper for these people who are essentially poor to go trick-or-treating from trunk to trunk instead of hauling the kid around from door to door. And didn't you have some experience last year with kids? Though? Yeah. Like that's the reason that I'm like... giving some, insp- like having some, uh, uh, hope for the future of trick or treating because last year, um, I've witnessed a lot of kids and preteens and stuff like that. that were trick or treating people on their bicycles with their candy bags, hanging off the handlebars and in costume. And that's, that's awesome. People, I saw people say that makes me like kids sitting in the graveyard, going through their candy bags and stuff like that. And yeah. So see, that is because you know, like he said, around here, it's just changed. It's turned into a Bob Seger song where, where are they trick or treating down on main street? That's the only place that I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for real, man, it's like, so it's really good to know, like, whenever you were telling us that, like, <laughs> when you were telling us that last year, you were saying that you're seeing that where I live, you know, I live in the holler. So that's, you don't, I'm saying that for people to go Google it. You don't know about the holler people go check yeah. it out. So, but no, I, I don't get to see a lot of that. So for you to see that. And to know that it's still existing in some places. I don't know if it's still, it's not. Maybe it was just. You know, a one-off. We know that trunk or treating happens throughout the entire nation, uh, and I know that I'm not the first person to complain about it. So I just wonder how often is it utilized compared to modern? I mean, just old school trick or treating. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with Chad's statement. I feel like that that's a good. Uh, it wouldn't be Halloween without trick or treating. So Chad's saying without AMC Fear Fest and trick or treating. Just saying. 
So AMC Fear Fest trick or treat. Did you have anything do, else? Do you have man? a third? Um, I mean, I guess this kind of goes along with AMC, but I, I gotta watch Halloween every year. You know, if that movie didn't exist, then I guess I wouldn't be as in good of a mood. Okay. <laughs> Again, petty, but simple. God, you'd have been real bored in the 1700s celebrating Halloween, wouldn't you? I would have, yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's where I'm going to open up this whole oh, bag Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, so tell me. Tell Bonfires! Tell the audience, no, <laughs> uh, what uh, would make it feel like Halloween for you? It wouldn't be Halloween without what, Jeremy? Well, first, I want to say, and this isn't necessarily an every year field. You were talking about the veil always feels a little lighter. There have been plenty of times growing up. Now, I don't know if it's just, it was me in particular, or maybe the veil was open lighter, but I, there have been multiple Halloweens I can think of and remember. Um, maybe like days that we get out of school and I'm walking up the road to the house and I could just feel it like the leaves brush across the road. I feel the cool chill, but also I'm looking around and I'm like, the atmosphere just feels different today. Like I could feel it. And that's not something I could say it wouldn't be Halloween without that, but I feel like that comes along every now and then. And it's still something that we all have to look out for each year. That's the only reason I wanted to put that out there. But so wait, um, me. Well, no, I just wanted to put that out there for people to realize that could be a thing for everybody. It's not because it's it it's not necessarily a thing that comes along mm -hmm. every year, but just keep an eye out, ladies and gentlemen. It's out there. The veil's thin that day, and that's why it leads into one of the things that I do believe that we should have because with the veil being thin, jack o' lanterns are a necessity. The pumpkin. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Whether they're stolen, yeah. shat in, or not. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! You, had yeah, to, to keep away the haints outside your door, but also to guide the spirits. Uh, I do believe that Jacqueline, it's a necessity for me. A pumpkin, or even if it's not fully carved, man, just having a, a pumpkin, it's a necessity for Halloween. Mm. Um, I'll agree with that. Statement. I'll also I'll agree with that because it's not. Uh, I mean, hell, I carved a mini one last year. So you got you put forth some effort. I've seen people carve potatoes. So don't give me no shit. The the jack o' lantern thing needs to happen. And yeah. if you believe in the rules of trick or treat, and you don't want Sam paying you a visit, you're best exactly. off to just go ahead and light one of them. Well, see, that's it's funny you said the whole potato thing because it originated by carving turnips. Turnips were the original jack o' lantern. So it doesn't matter, people. A gourd of any sort can be carved. Mm. Rutabagas. Uh, yeah. Rutabagas. Oh, That's not a gourd. <laughs> uh, no. But no, so jack-o'-lanterns, pumpkins. Um, I'm also going to be a little petty and go with Chad. You know, I, AMC, man. I, the Fear Fest, it's it was always a necessity a to me. feeling, isn't it? Like, even when yeah, there's like crappy stuff. One of the most comfortable Halloweens that I remember... Um, unfortunately I was sick for a good week or two out of the month of October. And, um, I was stuck at home a lot from school that week. And I think it was like one of the first times that AMC fear fest was a full month. It was like when it, maybe around the time it first started and it was just, I was like, this is so cool. Like, so I would 
have like my blinds open and see there was a big tree outside my window so i'd see the leaves and the tv was near the window and amc and it was the classic movies and when i think of amc fear fest i think of psycho i think of dracula coming on and you know just all the classics and halloween which is it's just a necessity um the fear fest is definitely up there uh the next two kind of go hand in hand um candles to me a good smelling a candle i know it's i I know you're like what no, so no, a candle. It wouldn't be Halloween without a good smelling candle. Well, not even just the smell, but just to have a candle lit at night and hearing that wind blow outside your window. Oh, like I, I said, it's going to dive into. So, in the seventeen okay, hundreds, okay. I feel like I would have been a little bit scared of the dark outside, you know, because you had the werewolves lurking and shit, and you they had cages <laughs> over the over the graves. You're wondering about vampires, so a, a good candle by your bedside. Um, but I said they go hand in hand with what I was about to say. Bonfires. Oh, fuck. Yes, as I've gotten older, and it is a necessity. Um, I do like to have a good, nice crackling fire. Um, now, wait, a crackling fire is different this. than a bonfire. Oh, no. A bon- so you can have a big fire. You can have a little fire. That, that's not a bonfire. You know? Okay, okay. Well, fires. How it about be that? A fire. I'll see now if you did the that, then we wouldn't have argued at the beginning of the episode. But here you are acting <laughs> like that everybody's just gathering around. And... Well, you don't necessarily have to have a big group to do a bonfire. You could just have a nice fire for you and a couple of friends or you and a family member. Um, yeah, but it's it's not. But n- like, I don't know. My beef with the okay. answer was the fact that it was it wouldn't be Halloween without this. Okay, okay, sorry. You, so, I mean, I guess you could do Halloween without it. So, I would... I, okay, so I would say definitely Jack-O-Lanterns, definitely AMC, and just one other thing that I would probably have to go with um, that it couldn't be Halloween without. Yeah, I'm going to stick with... Um, I'm fucking, I'm sticking with it because as I've gotten older, the more years out of none, like more than less there's been some sort of fire involved as an adult. So yeah, I'm going with fires, whether it be a, just a nice little fire out on the out, like outside, just a small one or a big bonfire. To me, it's become a thing with Halloween and I love it. I love smelling wood on my clothes when I'm coming to lay down and go to sleep and not taking a shower to get it out of my beard. Cause I like falling asleep, smelling that crackle. Yeah. Like it, uh, to me, it's Halloween. Fuck it. Mm. I, I, I kind of, I kind of like that. I'm almost envious that I didn't pick it because I, I do. Agree I, that. I like the thought of the coziness of the fire, but it doesn't. Yeah. To me, I don't. Uh, it's like you don't necessarily. It doesn't have to exist in your world. No, there has to be a fire for it to be fall, but for it to be Halloween. Nah. Yeah, to be Halloween. Well, but, see, I but, feel like that kind of goes hand in hand yeah, with both. I was both. gonna say, aren't they synonymous with each other? I mean, technically. No. Fall and Halloween. No. no? Yeah, no, no. I disagree. It's the biggest holiday in fall. What would no, you say? Fall fucking carries over. Yeah. Fall is a dirty little whore. It she is hangs on till December. She hangs on uh, a little too long. Not. I'm not saying I, I want fall to be a long. I wish it, that every fucking season was fall. But I'm saying that she's not only Halloween's girl. Fall is not. Well, let me ask okay. you this: When do you think it should end? 
Well, I would say after. I don't want fall to ever fucking end, but I'm just saying it can't be synonymous with Halloween solely. Okay, hold on. If I could change, if I if I had to change the fire, and I'll say this, and I think this will be one for Chad to kind of give us some feedback on. To me personally, this is why I don't ever want to live as a desert dwelling anything <laughs> i have to have leaves and trees for it to be halloween oh, that yeah. is a necessity yeah. i have to have that so let me let me say this i was pleasantly surprised um i i guess i never really paid attention to it we actually have some fall leaves here uh in our parks and things like that if you go there throughout the summer they're very flourishing and then in the fall they, they look like your traditional fall leaves and it was weird because some of the leaves that we saw here were more changed, I guess, uh, than they were when I went into Virginia this past October. I thought that was very well, interesting. Well, you did not come at prime time, good sir. I didn't. I came uh, the first, the last week of September, first week of October. Yeah, it's usually like and the last reason... week of October into November. Yeah. Yeah, it's changed since the global warming, but it's it's definitely different than when I remember it. Because um, when I was younger, I always remember the leaves started to fall sometime around the first few weeks of September. Sometimes as early as the last weeks. Of oh, the leaves are falling for sure, but they're just not changing as quick, like the colors oh, yeah. and stuff. Not like they used to. No, it's so sad. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, I'll agree with that. As a matter of fact, um, that would. One yeah, is on my list is the fo- the foliage. Don't move to the desert, people. <laughs> Serious. Uh, so is that all? Is that what you've got, Jeremy? What What were your? Uh, it, it's. I, I mean, that's bonfires, that's AMC it. Fear um, Fest, and candles, pumpkins. <laughs> well, uh, so jack o' lanterns uh, or pumpkins, AMC Fear Fest, uh, and if you don't want to include the fires, then yeah, definitely the leaves. So I guess just the whole aesthetic of the fires and the leaves, just yeah. Has to be there. I will say the leaves more or less than the, or more than the fires. So yeah, have to have my leaves. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, I mean, you know, uh, you know. I'm still, I'm oh, sorry, I'm still, I'm still it's heavy it's on the bonfire thing. I can't. Uh, I'm not able to. Okay, this year, Halloween three six five. Special episode. We will be out there dancing around the goddamn bonfire. You'll see it here first thing. Uh, that's oh not yeah, a promise. We don't have the mics for that. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I'll figure it out somehow. I ain't saying that's going to be a recorded episode, but there will be a video getting posted. Is what I'm. Saying. Chad's not having bonfires. He'll have tarantulas crawl up his ass from uh, the desert. Yeah, man, they'll be everywhere. Scorpions, tarantulas. <laughs> uh, die. Okay, so I guess for me, uh, it wouldn't be Halloween. What? out the first major thing it wouldn't be halloween without for me is uh the feeling the unprovoked feeling uh and i say the feeling and i'm putting it as one of the things because it's got such a wide broad range of shit uh, just as an example like i could be in the middle of august and walk into say the family dollar or the dollar tree or Walmart or whatever. 
And then in August, you'll see them come out with the Halloween candy boxes that got the co- the spider webs on yes. them. And yes. yeah, and then you're like, oh, it's fucking coming. So I could see that and not get the feeling of Halloween. The, the crisp, calming rush of Halloween. For me, that's how it is. Uh, so... I could see that stuff and still not feel it, but that's what I'm saying is it's random. You could do all kinds of different Halloween things, but there's always going to be one specific thing every October that sets that off for you. Uh, some people, unfortunately, do not get that feeling because they don't really care about the holiday. But yeah. for me, it could be it could be a range of things. It could be seeing Halloween stuff in stores. Uh, it could be uh, going to a corn maze. It could be a commercial that's Halloween. Um, it could be we need music, uh, decoration, anything like that. So just that feeling in general. Um, to me, if I don't get that sometime in October, uh, then it's not going to feel like Halloween to me. And that's why yeah. I put it at the top of my list. So if I don't hit that moment at some point before we get to Halloween, before we get to October 31st, then usually my Halloween vibe is kind of down the fucking tubes. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The Halloween feeling, I guess, is uh, my first one. That's a good one. Uh, I can agree yeah. with that. I, there is something special about when they bring those boxes out. Um, here's one. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have put this in there. But that smell. That smell of those cheap masks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that musty smell. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I'm not the only I one. <laughs> I like that. I like that smell of those cheap masks. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It's, it's, it's nostalgia. It takes me back to my, yeah, that's pure nostalgia, I think. It takes me back to my childhood. The same as uh, like with the cheap uh, makeup that you can get, the Halloween makeup. Uh, the smell of it brings back a lot of memories. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the feeling in general. And I, I I was just using the boxes as an example of, like, I could see those and not get the feeling. And then I'd walk into, like, a department store and smell a Halloween candle, and then I get the fucking feeling. It's just random times that it hits. It's never the same thing every year uh, for me. Um, So I guess if that's number one, number two would have to be the foliage. Uh, like Jeremy said, I, my rule of thumb for my life has been that I don't want to live anywhere where I don't get all four seasons. Now, I don't exactly. like fucking summer, but you need all four, uh, especially since sometimes you need to take a break from winter. Um, so, yeah, I would like the foliage, the fall foliage. Why, why, do, you, why do you not like summer? specifically mm, uh oh i'm right there with him i could give you multiple fucking reasons but i'll let him take that one the older i get the more i sweat from weird places okay <laughs> next <laughs> no no okay so to break it down in the easiest way possible is in the summer there's only so many layers of clothes i can take off before it's not publicly acceptable and in the winter i can just put as much shit as i want to keep warm mm-hmm this is 2023, baby. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean sooner or later, I'll be able to just run around with everything out. But <laughs> I agree with him in the most part because I'm also a very hot-natured person. 
So I just hate the heat. And then sometimes I don't know. This is nobody, and maybe you guys can back me up on this, but nobody, everybody always looks at me weird when I say this. But sometimes, sometimes it'll be summer and the sun will be out, and you know it's it's just a hot day. It's a bright blue sky, and you just get a feeling like, what the fuck is this? And it makes me angry. <laughs> it's like I'm just sitting here yeah. baking in this what? shit. The fucking gnats are all in my face. I smell the I'm a, smell of random shit from a field from an animal. Oh god! Yeah, I'm an overcast hey. kind of person. I like seeing oh, overcast no. skies. So when I'm just seeing that hot ass sun up in the no, air, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm not an overcast. I like a lot of things about summer. I like the the sound of uh, the crickets and the animals at nighttime. I like uh, the sound of a yeah, crackling you're fire in about the, the middle evening. of the summer. I, I was gonna like say, I think summer nights are some of my favorite mm-hmm. nights. Summer Guess what, guys? You're talking about the evenings and the nights. Yeah, you ain't talking about that shitty ass sunny day. But you're not gonna get that in any other season. Uh, I guess I don't know. I like I like the summer nights. I like the camp. I'll give you that. I like that too, but then when you wake up in the morning and it starts to get hot and you hear that. <laughs> Listen, waking up after camping is the worst fucking thing ever. You wake up hot as a motherfucker. Mm. Ass smelling like shit and swamp ass. All you got time. a lot of problems with your crevices, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, age is not doing well. well uh, so yeah, okay, so foliage. you said the foliage. foliage. Uh, and then jack-o'-lanterns for for damn sure um i don't think if i've got the other two things if i get the feeling and then i see the thing the leaves changing i hear the leaves crunching under my feet i see all this stuff and then you see the bats coming out sooner because the time's changing and stuff so if i've if i've got those first two things and all the stuff that comes with the first two things which is the feeling and the, the foliage I have to have a jack-o'-lantern, which is the reason that I, even after getting mine stolen last year, I carved the tiny one. Couldn't put a candle in the bastard, but I carved one because I was trying my damnedest to make Halloween feel like Halloween. And uh, so I don't think, because Jeremy already mentioned it, it's already one of his as well, so I don't think we have much of a discussion. It's it's a have-to thing. Um, Even if it's one of the, uh, the styrofoam jobs that you can reuse like chad was wanting to carve yeah 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 um yeah so other than those three the mm, i don't know scares of some sort yeah okay um I didn't want to box myself in and say haunted houses because not a lot of people like them, but there's got to be scares of some sort, whether it be from a movie, whether it be from you hiding somewhere in your house and giving your wife a heart attack or uh, uh, laying outside covered in ketchup and have a cinder block laying next to you acting like somebody bashed you in. You know, Jeremy did that on April Fool's once. That happened to you. You know, there's got to be you've got to keep the spookiness alive and maybe you don't have to jump out and scare somebody. Maybe you don't have to go watch a movie. Maybe you can read a spooky book. Maybe you can tell, uh, like your children, a scary story that you made up and then it'll stick with them forever. And they'll think that there's a real man named Jehudi that lives in the fridge and he's who turns <laughs> the light on. Oh, tell your kids that one. Uh, but oh, yeah. there has to be scary, spooky 
and I think that that's my my four elements. I think that those four things have to be there in order for me to be hell. It wouldn't be Halloween without them. It wouldn't be Halloween without them. And uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you do? You guys agree with the scare thing? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, don't forget to knock three times before opening your fridge. Yeah, for Jehudi. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree with the scare thing. And I think one final thing that we all can agree on, um, and this just popped in my head as you were mentioning these things, um, people, human interaction during this time and people not forgetting about the holiday, whether it's you going to a haunted house, whether it's going out trick-or-treating, things of that nature. it It's another holiday that I feel like does bring people together. Somebody needs to bring back bobbin for apples too, by the way, and just throw <laughs> I, I really feel like it's a reminder that we're fucking human, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's, 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 we're all vulnerable and we're all afraid deep down. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like, let's not end the pod yeah. on that statement. <laughs> let's, let's go. No, 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 no. I think we should because it's perfect. It's no. I love it because it's creepy. No, it's, he, true. it's like we're, we're all just making it up as we go. You've along. got a good point. I mean, Halloween is Halloween and something that's been celebrated since forever ancient times it goes back really far ways but if you really think about it it was just a few hum- humans sitting around going something feels weird about this night <laughs> i mean the first two people that were sitting around they were like hmm something's up something's weird let's let's but let's do this that. i mean they didn't automatically think about a god well, it was. It's just. It's not even just that. It's also the fact that multiple places around the world just so happened to feel this all around the sa- around the same night. Maybe not on the same night. Well, I mean, they had a lot to do with their strange. crops as well. But well, that too, yes. But the veil, like you said, like we, I think we all agreed with, the veil is thinner. The veil is the ground beyond is sour. The ground is sour. Uh, and I guess that is part of the feeling of Halloween that you, that I was talking about that you get. You can, like Jeremy said, you can feel sometimes when the veil gets thinner. Yeah. Uh, so I guess good answers all around, boys. Uh, for the audience out there, you know, take it from us. Uh, these are all of the essential things that you need, and it would not be Halloween without them. It also that is correct. would not be Halloween without the Halloween 365 podcast. Coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe in you. Don't you know what happens on Halloween?